Hello and welcome to Camel Screen Guild Players from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Claudette Colbert, Edward Arnold, Basil Rathbone, Ernst Slubich, and maybe Jack Benny. The Gulf Screen Guild Theater. Your host, the director of the star's own theater, Roger Pryor. Good evening, everyone. On behalf of your neighborhood Good Gulf dealer and the Gulf Oil Companies, welcome to the Gulf Screen Guild Theater. For our guests tonight, we have Claudette Colbert, Edward Arnold, Basil Rathbone, and Ernst Lubitsch. Four of Filmdom's outstanding personalities who will offer... Well, say, just a minute, Roger. I, I thought Jack Benny was supposed to be one of the guests here tonight. Jack Benny? Well, he was, bud, but he got a little temperamental and hard to handle, so... Say, I wonder, could could he could he be mad at me? Uh, no, no, bud. I know the real story. Well, he could be. You know, I sent some photographers to his house. But Benny likes to have his picture taken. <laughs> That's it. They didn't take Benny's picture. They took Carmichael's Benny's polar bear. Oh, but why? Well, you see, the Gulf people were getting up a sign that said, Laugh at Winter, and they wanted Carmichael to pose for the picture of a big white polar bear on the sign. Well, that sounds okay to me. <laughs> Jack insisted that they use pictures of him in a fur coat instead. Oh, now, now Jack isn't the kind of a fellow to begrudge a polar bear a little publicity. A little publicity? Why, you'll see that laughing white polar bear sign outside every Gulf station in the country. And when you do see it, remember that winter is just around the corner, and that right now is not a minute too soon to prepare for winter to change your motor oil for winter-grade Gulf Pride motor oil. Gulf Pride is the motor oil made by the famous Alclor process that only Gulf uses. Gulf Pride helps give you a quick-starting motor and real engine protection, both when your motor is cold and after it warms up. Be sure to stop soon at the sign of the Gulf Orange Disc, where you see the picture of the laughing white bear for Gulf Pride motor oil. That was good advice, bud. But now about Jack Benny. You see, Jack wanted to be on the show in the worst way, but we tried to explain to him that this season we're going to do a dramatic series and he just wouldn't fit in. We had an awful time convincing him. Well, I thought the Guild had asked Jack to appear in this broadcast. Oh, no, it's the other way around. We didn't ask him. He asked us. Well, Jack said that we... Uh, But it's it's a long story. Now, let me explain the whole thing. Uh, When Jack found out that Ernst Lubitsch was going to direct Claudette Colbert and Basil Rathbone in a dramatic sketch, right away he wanted to muscle in on it. So he called up Edward Arnold, president of the Screen Actors Guild, and tried to sell himself. The way I understand it, Arnold had an awful time convincing Jack. But look, Mr. Arnold, there's no reason why I shouldn't be on this show. Gee, when else will I get a chance to act with Claudette Colbert? Jack, I've been trying to explain to you that the play is all set and the cast is complete. Let's make it some other time. Now, you don't have to beat around the bush, Mr. Arnold. Look, if you don't want me on this show, just tell me. All I want is a simple answer, yes or no. No. Now, wait a minute. (laughs) I can tell from your attitude, Mr. Arnold, that this is a personal matter. What have you got against me? I haven't got anything against you, Jack. But you're a comedian. And frankly, I don't think you have enough dramatic ability to play the lead opposite Miss Colbert. What do you mean I can't be dramatic? You ever see me when I was worried? (laughs) I'm only 32 and I've got gray hair. You're only what? I've got gray hair, can't you hear (laughs) 
Now, look, Mr. Arnold, I'm not going to beg to be on this program, and let's get this settled one way or the other. Is it yes or no? Definitely no. Well, who can I speak to besides you about this? <laughs> there must be somebody. Well, Jack, there's only one suggestion I can make. Get in touch with Ernst Lubitsch. He's going to direct the play. Gee, Lubitsch. And if it's all right with him, it's all right with me. Well, thanks, thanks. I'll call him right away. By the way, what's Mr. Lubitsch's telephone number? Ulrich, 8900. Wait till I write it down. Ulrich. Hey, that's the number you call to get the correct time. Now, look, Mr. Arnold. Hello? Hello? Operator, I was cut off. That's what you think, kid. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Fine president of the Screen Actors Guild. I got a good mind to run against him. Let's see, where can I get Lubitsch's number? Oh, here's a telephone book right here. No. Uh, no, miss. I want to talk to Mr. Lubitsch personally. Who's calling, please? Uh, Benny. Jack Benny. Yes, sir. Is it about insurance or something? No, it's about acting. Now, please, have Mr. Lubitsch come to the phone. Do you think he will? I don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> Ask him. Yes, sir. Sure, yes. Sold a policy since Paramount picked up my option. <laughs> In the first place. Hello? Hello, Mr. Lubitsch. This is. Oh, he's not there yet. What's the matter with me, anyway? Hello? See, you think that I... Oh, hello? Hello, Mr. Lubitsch. This is Jack. I'm calling you about that golf show you're directing next week. And I was wondering if there was a part in it for me. Jack who? Oh, pardon me. Benny. Jack Benny. Remember, we met once at a party at Barbara Sandwich's house. Yes? You know, the girl that's married to Robert Taylor. Well, I know her, and I know him. But who are you? I'm Benny, Jack Benny. Oh, the radio comedian, uh huh? Hooray, I sunk in. <laughs> now, here's the situation, Mr. Lubitsch. I just spoke to Edward Arnold, president of the Screen Actors Guild, whom, incidentally, I'm running against next year. And Mr. Arnold said if it was okay with you, I could be on the program. But, Mr. Benny, this is a serious, dramatic play, and I'm afraid there is no part in it for you. Why not? Well, you're a comedian. What can I do with you in the drama? Look, Mr. Lubitsch, if you can make Garbo laugh, you can make me cry. <laughs> <laughs> well, I can do drama. Gee, I made a picture once called College Holiday. I didn't get one laugh in it. <laughs> <laughs> now, what do you say? I'm glad I didn't see it. <laughs> Very funny. Now, Mr. Lubitsch, let's not beat around the bush. I want a definite answer. Is it yes or no? Brace yourself. <laughs> now, Mr. Lubitsch, I know I haven't given you enough time to think this over, so I'll call you back later. Now, I... wait a minute, Jack. There is no use taking up each other's time. Arsene Rathbun is playing opposite to that Kolber, and there's nothing I can do about it. Well, why can't we make it a triangle? Why can't he be her husband and I her lover? Who would believe that? <laughs> Plenty of people. It can be worked out. Don't worry. Now, well, Jack, I am very busy right now. Call up Miss Colbert, and if it's all right with her, it's okay with me. Thank you. I'll do that. Oh, what's Miss Colbert's telephone number? Ulrich! Never mind. I'll get it myself. <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. Some director really tries to get me in a picture sometime. Oh, well. Now, let's see. Colbert. Colbert. 
Oh, uh, Miss Colbert isn't home right now, eh? Do you know where I can reach her? You might telephone Westmore's beauty parlor in Hollywood. I'm quite sure you can get her there. Uh, thank you very much. Goodbye. Hello, Westmore Brothers. Uh, this is Jack Benny. Sorry, Mr. Benny. Your toupee isn't ready yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want my toupee. I'd like to speak to Claudette Colbert. Is she there? I don't know. Hey, Wally, is Claudette Colbert here? I don't know. Hey, Purge, is Claudette Colbert here? I don't know. Hey, say! Never mind. Let her go. I'll wait till she gets home. <laughs> Hello? I'd like to speak to Miss Colbert, please. This is Colbert speaking. Oh, hello, Claudette. Uh, guess who this is? Well, really, I haven't the slightest idea. Oh, come on, yes. Oh, now, look. L- uh, look, look, Claudette. Who has the dressing room next to yours at Paramount? Oh, hello, Dorothy. <laughs> Dorothy, I'm not Lamour. Look. Dorothy's dressing room is on one side of you. Now, who's on the other side? That's a washroom. Only part of it. <laughs> Claudette, look, this is Jack Benny. Oh, hello, Jack. Hello. Look, Jack, I, I haven't decided yet about those Christmas cards, but if you'll call a little later... <laughs> it's not the Christmas cards. There's no rush on them. Uh, listen, Claudette, I called you up to tell you that I saw Boomtown the other night, and I want to congratulate you on your grand performance tonight. Oh, thanks, Jack. You were really marvelous. I thought your characterization, your sincerity, and your emotional qualities in Boomtown surpassed anything I have ever seen on the screen. That's more oil than there was in the picture. <laughs> no, no, I'm serious, Claudette. It was a great performance. Now, let's see. There was something else I wanted to speak to you about. Oh, yes. Yeah. Look, Claudette. Uh, Mr. Lubick suggested I call you about the golf show next Sunday. Yes? Have you any objection to my playing the part of your husband in the sketch? Oh, well, I understood Basil Rathbone was playing the part. Well, he was scheduled to, but if you want me, all you've got to do is speak up. <laughs> I said, all you've got to do is speak up. Claudette, are you there? Yes. Oh. oh. <laughs> I wish you'd think this over because it would really be a wonderful break for both of us. Especially me. Oh, I wouldn't say that. Let's say it'll do us both a lot of good, shall we? <laughs> would you mind hanging up? Now, wait a minute, Claudette. <laughs> how, uh, how, about the, how about the idea? <laughs> Honestly, Jack, I really have nothing to do with it. Why don't you call Edward Arnold president of the Screen Actors Guild? He won't be next year. <laughs> I did call him, and it's up to you. Now, look, Claudette, I've got another idea. Why can't I... Will you please deposit five cents for an additional three minutes? Three minutes already? Just a second. Would you mind dropping a nickel in, Claudette? <laughs> Jack, I don't have a pay phone in my house. Oh, well, that's right. What am I thinking of? Do I get that nickel, or do I have to cut you off? Now, don't get excited. <laughs> Here, I found one. There. No more three minutes than the man in the moon. Doesn't seem like we've been talking for three minutes, does it, Claudette? You ought to be on this end. (laughs) 
Well, to come to the point, Claudette, here's what I was going to ask you. Uh, when do you start rehearsing for the play? Tomorrow night at my house, but, Jack, I don't think you At your to... house, eight? What time? Eight o'clock, but really, Jack, I don't eight think o'clock. you Eight o'clock. Well, thanks, Claudette. See you tomorrow night. I'll read the part, and Rathbone will read the part, and may the best man win. That's fair enough, isn't it? Johnny's sticking your chin out, aren't you, Junior? <laughs> we'll see. Well, goodbye. Goodbye. Oh, by the way, Claudette, shall I come for dinner? Hmm. Oh, well, some other time. While Jack is on his way to Claudette Colbert's house, here's Frank Tours conducting Oscar Bradley's Gulf Orchestra in the Continental, Frank's own special arrangement. But the next night, about 7.30, Jack showed up at Claudette Colbert's house. I wasn't there, of course, but the way I understand it, when Jack arrived, Miss Colbert was still having dinner. So the butler opened the door and... Right this way, Mr. Benny. I'll show you into the drawing room. Well, thanks. Thanks. Mr. Rathbone is here already. Oh, he is? One of those anxious guys, eh? <laughs> Say, this is a lovely home. Lovely. May I take your umbrella, Mr. Benny? Oh, yes. Yes, I... <laughs> I uh, should have left it out in the hall. You know, it looked like rain. <laughs> well, well, Mr. Rathbone, I'm Jack Benny, the movie star. How do you do? How do you do? <laughs> so the uh, two rivals meet, eh? Rivals? What do you mean? Well, perhaps I should let Claudette tell you, but it looks like uh, I'm taking your place on the golf show next Sunday. Oh, that's ridiculous, old boy. Oh, no, no, it isn't. You see, at rehearsal tonight, you and I are both going to read the part. And, of course, the best man will win. The best man? Yes. Uh, Mr. Benny, when only two people are involved in a statement, the comparative is used. You don't say the best man will win. You say the better man will win. Oh. 
Now, if three or more people are involved, then the word best is the correct adjective. I see. So before we complete this part, Mr. Benny, it might be as well if you first learned how to speak English. Hmm. <laughs> well, thanks for the lesson, Madame Lazanga. <laughs> For your information, Mr. Rathbone, I went to Waukegan High School four years, and I excelled in English. In fact, I got 99 every single term. Ain't that interesting. <laughs> now, put that up! <laughs> and getting back to the subject, the way the script is written now... Uh, you play the part of Miss Colbert's husband. Is that correct? That's correct and final. That <laughs> remains to be seen. Hmm. I've heard of sore losers in my life, but this guy certainly takes the cake. Step right in here, Mr. Lubitsch. Miss Colbert will be with you shortly. Thank you. Oh, hello, Barson. And Stowboy, how are you? Fine, fine. Uh, hello, Mr. Lubitsch. What are you doing here? Well, I thought I'd just drop around to see... Now, if... listen, Ernst. I don't know what this is all about. I demand an explanation. Look, Mr. Rathbone. Explanation? Look, Mr. Lubin. I thought I was to appear opposite Miss Colbert. Look, Mr. Rathbone. Of course you were. Look, Mr. Lubin. Then what is all this about? Look, Mr. Rathbone. Now, look! Mr. <laughs> Mr. Benny, when I spoke to you on the telephone, I saw that I made it perfectly clear that... Good evening, everybody. Oh, look, here's Claudette. Oh, hello, hello. Claudette. Yeah. Well, here we are. Put the coffee down here, Richard. Yes, Claudette. Can you tell us, Mr. Lubitsch? No, thank you. Coffee doesn't? Yeah, yes, please, yeah. I'll have some, too. Oh, here you are, Jack. Thank you. Mmm. Gee, Claudette, this is the better coffee I ever tasted. <laughs> Mr. Benny. Yes? The word is best. There are only two of us drinking it. <laughs> Make up your mind. Well, we're all here, so let's get started with the rehearsal. Uh, just one moment. Ernst. Let's get this settled uh, for Mr. Benny's benefit, shall we? Is he or is he not replacing me in the play? Certainly not. That's ridiculous. Of course it's ridiculous. Why, it's absurd. You stay out of it. <laughs> the butler, yes. Then, Mr. Benny, I'd like to know why you said that Mr. Lubitsch recommended the change. I didn't say that. I said that Miss Colbert suggested it. I suggested nothing of the kind. But Claudette! Please, please, stop oh. all this bickering. Now, Jack. If you like to watch the rehearsal, take a chair and be quiet. Yes, sir. Oh, Claudette, is it all right if I have some of these walnuts here? Go right ahead. Help yourself, Jack. Thanks. Mmm. Big one. <laughs> now, Claudette, you too, Basil. If you both turn to page 12 in the script, you will proceed. Oh. These nuts are good. <laughs> now, Claudette. You are a wealthy society girl who is married to a New York stockbroker. That's you, Bass. <laughs> but he does not love you, Claudette. And as the French say, it is a marriage of convenience. <laughs> See, that was a tough one. <laughs> Mr. Penny, will you stop eating those nuts? Well, Claudette said I could. <laughs> anyway, Mr. Lubitsch, I don't want to sit around here like a bump on a log. If I can't have the lead in the play, isn't there something I can do? All right, all right. If it makes you happy, you can play the part of the butler. The butler? Okay. Yes, your script. Thanks. Now, remember, Claudette, you're the wife. Arthur, you're the husband who doesn't understand that. In fact, I'm the butler whom Claudette really loves. 
You are the butler, that's all. <laughs> okay, okay. Heavens to Betsy. <laughs> all right, Lynette, now we start the scene. Remember, your husband is two hours late for dinner, and you are a nervous wreck. Yes, Mr. Lewis, I understand. Go ahead, call the butler. Yes. <clears throat> oh, Smedley. Smedley. Yes, madame. Smedley. Yes. <laughs> uh, what is it, madame? Are you sure my husband hasn't phoned? No, madame. But I can't understand it. What time is it, Smedley? It's half past eight. Shall I serve dinner, madame? No, no, Smedley. I'm much too upset to eat. I think I'll go to a movie. What's playing in the village? Buck Benny rides again. <laughs> Please. <laughs> well, it doesn't hurt to give my picture a plug. It doesn't change the plot any, does it? For heaven's sake. Read the way it's written. All right, all right. Give me that again if you caught it. Okay. <clears throat> no, Smedley. I'm much too upset to eat. I think I'll go to a movie. What's playing in a village? Nanotchka. How's that? Much better. <laughs> and Buck Benny rides again. It's a double feature. <laughs> yeah. Jack, please! All right, I'll start over again. Shall I serve dinner, madame? <clears throat> no, Smedley. I'm much too upset to eat. I think I'll go to a movie. It's Boomtown playing in the village. <laughs> well, we got them all in. <laughs> Very good, Claudette. Now, at this point, the husband enters the room. Not ready, Ed. Oh, Mr. Lubert, let me ask you something. When Basil comes in, or Basil... By the way, how do you pronounce that? Basil or Basil? Mr. Rathbone. Oh. <laughs> well, when Mr. Rathbone comes oh, in... Oh, just read the lines, Jack. I handle the rest. All right, all right. A fine director. What did you say? I said you're a fine director. I think you're wonderful. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Ready, Basil. Make your entrance. I know. Oh, good evening, darling. So sorry I'm late. Oh, Ronald, you're always late, and you're always sorry. It's been like this for months. What's come between us? If I only knew, maybe we could work things out. It's nothing, my dear. It's just that I've been so busy lately at the office. Let's forget it. Dinner is served. Oh, pardon me. I'm too soon. <laughs> oh, Ronald, I can't forget it. We must come to some understanding. This can't go on forever. Now, Gwen, let's be adult about the whole thing, shall we? Every night, it's the same argument, this constant nagging, nagging, nagging. I tell you, I've been working at the office. But I phoned your office, and they said you left at two this afternoon. Well, I had business at the bank. And besides, I forgot where I parked my car. Find Sherlock Holmes can't even find his car. <laughs> Jack, stop interrupting, please. Right. Continue for that. Oh, it's no use, Ronald. I know you're lying. Look at you. Everything you say, everything you do gives you away. Now, Gwen. What's that on your collar? Is it lipstick? It ain't ketchup. <laughs> Jack, please. Well, I don't want to stand around here like a dope. But you've got the right line right now. Say it. Oh, yes. Uh, beg pardon, madame. The dinner is served. Jack, Jack, don't use such a thick accent. You should talk. <laughs> Beg pardon, madame. A dinner is served. Now, Jack, don't be so high, bro. All right, the soup's on. Come and get it. 
I don't know how Garbo put up with him. I said about Garbo? Nothing. I can have her on my mind, can't I? <laughs> Gee. All right, let's have that line again. Take pardon, madame. Dinner is served. Take it or leave it. Ah, dinner. Come on, Gwen. No, we're not having dinner, Ronald. Not until we've reached a definite understanding. Well, I'm hungry. Ronald, I can't go through another day of this uncertainty. I must know. Do you love me or not? Of course I love you. You're lying, Ronald. Lying. Very well, then I'm lying. Gee, you might as well know the truth, Gwen. I've never loved you, never. You're honestly crazy. If you weren't so stupid, you'd have known it long ago. Ronald! Ronald, what are you saying? Gee. I married you for your money, that's all. Everybody else knew it. And if you weren't such a blind, silly little fool, you'd have realized it yourself. Ronald, stop! Well, Gwen, now, now you know how things stand, and the sooner you give me a divorce, the happier I'll be. No, I'll never divorce you, Ronald. I couldn't live without you. I couldn't, I couldn't. Tears, tears, woman's tears. Oh, stop the domestic. Ronald! I'm moving to my club. Smedley, pack my clothes. I wouldn't touch your dirty clothes. I don't care. Gee. Continue, Basil. Well, goodbye, Gwen. I'm going to the club. Our attorneys can get together tomorrow. Don't go, Ronald. Please, don't go. Stop hanging on to me. No, I won't give you up. I won't. I won't. Stop it, I say. Let go of me. No, no. Gwen, take that. That's the last one. Take off your coat, Ratbone. <laughs> Jack, Jack, that's only a plane. Ain't hey, nothing. What are those dukes, Basil? Put them up. Also, I'm an old man now, eh? Why, you... Jack, if you don't behave yourself, you can't be in the play. The heck with the play. If you think I'm going to stand by and see this cad strike the woman I love. The woman you love? Yes, brother. You might as well know it now. I've been crazy about you for years. But Jack, please. I don't care who knows it. I don't care if the whole world knows it. I love you, Claudette. And that's why I was carried away. I'd give anything to be in a play with you, but I'm afraid I can't go through with it. Goodbye, gentlemen. Goodbye, my love. My goodness, I barely know the man. I'll take it, bud. Hello. Roger Pryor speaking. Uh, hello, Roger. This is Jack Benny. Who? Jack Benny, the little man who wasn't there. Oh, Jack, what's on your mind? Well, I've been listening to the broadcast, and that's not the way it happened at all. The reason I'm not on that show tonight is because Mr. Lubitsch is a pal of Rathbone. It's just politics. But Mr. Lubitsch said... I don't care what he said. And incidentally, I'd like to talk to him. Put him on the phone. Well, I'll see if I can get him, Jack. Hold on a minute, will you? I say, bud, uh, Jack is on the phone. Keep him happy while I find Lubitsch. Man. Okay. Hello, Jack. How are you? Hello, Mr. Lubitsch. Where's your dialect? <laughs> this is Bud Heaston, Jack. And... Oh. Say, is it true that you're getting a new car... Look, bud, I'd like because to Because speak... if you are, I'd advise you to use Gulf's new stepped-up gasoline. Either Good Gulf or Gulf No-Knots. You'll find them fully worthy of the finest modern cars. 
that's right. Yes, and if you don't get a new car, if you keep your old junk, I mean your Maxwell, <laughs> you'll find that the new Gulf gasolines will give you more pickup, more power, more of that new car feeling. Now, look, if Mr. Lubitsch... In fact, I'd like to urge everybody to stop at the sign of the Gulf Orange Disc and fill up with good Gulf or with Gulf No-Knocks, America's two great stepped-up gasoline. I see. Now, Bud, about Mr. Lubitsch, I'd like to... Deposit fi- five cents for an additional three minutes, please. What? Oh, hold on, Jack. Here comes Mr. Lubitsch now. Let it go. I'll send him a postcard. Goodbye. Thank you, Claudette Colbert, Jack Benny, Basil Rathbone, Edward Arnold, and Ernst Lubitsch. And thanks to Bill Morrow and Ed Belloin for your great script. It was a swell show and for a really great cause. Of course, you know, ladies and gentlemen, that the money Gulf would ordinarily give to the stars who appear here goes instead to the Motion Picture Relief Fund to care for those in the picture industry who can no longer provide for themselves. Next Sunday night, ladies and gentlemen, the Star's Own Theater brings Eugene Arthur, Jeffrey Lynn, and Walter Pigeon in Jezebel with music by Oscar Bradley's Gulf Orchestra with Frank Tours conducting. Until then, this is Roger Pryor speaking for your neighborhood good Gulf dealer and reminding you that we have a date next week at the same time. Listen in, won't you? Don't be left in the cold this winter. Sign a Gulf furnace oil contract now. Get reliable delivery and price protection. Phone your nearest Gulf office or Gulf furnace oil dealer. Basil Rathbone is heard on the Sherlock Holmes program every Sunday night and may be currently seen in the 20th Century Fox picture, The California. Jack Benny will soon be seen in Paramount's Love Thy Neighbor. Claudette Colbert's latest for Paramount is Arise, My Love, soon to be released. This is the Columbia Broadcasting System.